Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things super show. This week we're going to start off the show talking about the recent championship matches in the Legendary Fighting Federation. I feel like we start off a lot of shows recently talking about this, but right now this to me feels like the biggest story for the week. Only two matches this week that I'm aware of. The first... The LFF Trios Championship match. This was Wednesday night after Talk of the Universe. We saw the current champion, the Corrugated Cardboard Villain, using the first Triumvirate, take on the challenger, Ricky Riot, using Bug versus Everyone. This was quite a long match that went all the way to Crowd Meter 5, as deep as you can go in this type of match. The winner... At crowd meter five, still champion, the corrugated cardboard villain. Congratulations to him for winning that match. The other championship match for this week, the deep six championship match. This was originally thought to take place same night as the trios match. It ends up taking place Thursday night during Chibi's Thursday night fights. They end up having this in the middle of the broadcast. The champion, Bobby Ohio, with D3, squares off against the challenger, Rowdy Ron, using Kid Thunder. Rowdy Ron won this shot at the belt by beating Brian Waitford Schmidt about a week ago, I believe. They square off this match, much shorter match, only goes to crowd meter one. The winner here, new. Deep Six champion, Rowdy Ron. Congratulations to him. Coming off his win in the Rising Stars Tournament, I believe this is his first time ever holding LFF Gold. Congratulations to new champion, Rowdy Ron. Now, there are a couple of championship matches scheduled for late tonight. I believe 10 p.m. is the bell time for these matches. From what I understand, the LFF Triad Championship is on the line. The champion, Mr. Mike Nichols, the Nightmare King, will take on the challengers, Kirk Polka and Stu Rainey. Also scheduled for that same night tonight, the Midwest Coast Championship will be on the line. The current Midwest Coast Champion, Dizzy Derailed, will take on the challenger, current LFF Tri-State Champion, Lucky Cat Nico. I'm surprised that they booked Lucky Cat Nico in this match. I know that she lives in the territory and is now qualified, but potentially she could become a double champion. I know they don't like to see that in any LFF championship, whether it's an actual Legendary Fighting Federation belt or one of the regional belts. So I'm surprised by this booking. I'm also surprised with how quickly this took place. From what I understand, the match was decided last Sunday, and it's taking place this Sunday, so less than a week to build. To me, you've got champion versus champion going head-to-head. I would give that match a lot more time to build. 
that's just me. But that match is supposed to be taking place tonight. I don't know if the World Heavyweight Championship is supposed to be taking place tonight, too. The current champion is, of course, the ring general, the cannoli. The challenger is Eddie Fury. I know for sure, based on what I've seen, the Midwest Coast and the triad is on the line. Obviously, I won't be able to give you those results on this episode. I'll have to give you the results next week's episode. There is this bit of news, though, about the World Heavyweight Championship. As I reported last week, the general manager, John Calais, posted on Supershowthegame.com a tournament people could sign up for to get a shot if they win the tournament at the World Heavyweight Championship. This is how the contender after Eddie Fury will be determined. Sign-ups closed Friday the 18th. If you signed up, your deck list is due Tuesday the 22nd. The group stages will be posted the 24th. And players have from the 24th until April 3rd to get their matches played. That is from a Thursday to a Sunday. That's about a week and a half for players to get those matches played. Diversity is in effect. The general manager will decide tiebreakers. There will be penalties if you don't get your deck list in by Tuesday, so get those deck lists in if you are signed up. And normally I would bring this up later, but I might as well bring it up now since we're on the topic of championship matches. Yesterday as I record this, the 19th of March, Jeff McPeak put on his hardcore tournament to determine his next contender for the hardcore championship. The winner of the tournament would play Jeff McPeak next Friday, the 25th, I believe, the 25th, for the championship. He'd set the tournament up, assuming 48 players. There were only actually 14 players who signed up and played in the event. The opening round is four matches, two triad matches, two fatal four-ways, all played using the Claim the Throne stipulation. The four players coming out of that were Chris Pate, Curtis Bostick, Hold the Line Harry, and Matt Barone. Chris Pate and Curtis Bostick faced off in the semis. Hold the Line Harry and Matt Barone faced off in the semis. The latter stipulation, the latter match stipulation was used in those matches. The finals end up being a best of three ladder match, TLC match, and special guest referee match with Pretty Boy Snow as the special guest referee. Chris Pate and Matt Barone were the finalists. The winner, who is going to face Jeff McPeak next week for the Hardcore Championship, is Chris Pate. Chris Pate will be taking Big Bad Bobby D to square off against the Hardcore Champion. Congratulations to him, Chris Pate, a veteran of big LFF championship matches. He's held LFF gold multiple times. We'll see if he can get it done against the champion. He's going to give the champion a good match just based on his history. That's my prediction. That's going to do it for championship news. Uh, Next, brief update on the 2021 
create a competitor competition. Match number five in round one is in the books. The four people who competed in that match were Lauren Santiago, Tyler Epic, Ed the Slasher Norman, and The Marshal. I only ever saw promos from Lauren Santiago and Tyler Epic. I never saw any from The Marshal or from Ed the Slasher Norman. If they made them, I'm sorry, I just missed them. Based on just kind of a general impression, I think we're going to see Lauren Santiago go on to round two, but that's just based off of nothing more than a feeling. Could be Tyler Epic, could be the other two, we just don't know. But match number five is in the books. The next match will be the final fatal four-way of the first round. And then after that, the final match of the round will be a triad match. Kickstarter. Let's talk about the current SRG Universe Kickstarter campaign, Super Show the Game, The Time Warp. As I'm recording this, there are currently 257 backers who have pledged $39,083. So we are still short of the $40,000 goal to unlock the Time Travel Extraordinaires. The other unlock goals between the $40,000 pledge and the $53,000 pledge, these have been revealed if you go to the update section of the Kickstarter campaign. The most recent update shows the competitor sets. I talked about the antagonist set. We're also going to see the Slime Girl competitor set unlocked and the Primalata competitor set unlocked. Slime Girl is part of the Ikuzo universe. Primalata is part of the Chibi universe and Antagonist is part of the 8-bit universe. If you're interested in those, head on over to the kickstarter.com campaign page for Super Show the Game, the Time Warp. Check those out while you're there. Leave a comment. We still have not unlocked the comment goal for this campaign. At the time I'm recording this, we're at 243, and we need to hit 300. The backer goal is 400. We're still over 100 away from that. I don't know if we'll reach the backer goal. The sharing goal, we are still quite a ways away from the sharing goal. I want to talk about this because it's important to know what we need to share. There are two things we can share that count toward unlocking the goal. The first, if you go to the SRG Universe Facebook page, you scroll down, there is a post, a link to the campaign. You want to share that. As of right now, it's about 30-something shares on it. I think it's close to 40 at this point as I'm recording this. Sharing that is what you need to share to unlock the goal. There's also a tweet that SRG Universe put out. If you retweet that, that counts toward the goal. I am not 100% sure what the tweet you need to retweet is. I've reached out to SRG Universe for confirmation. I'm still waiting for that. Unfortunately, the campaign will end before the next show goes up. If I get any information on that, I may make a video and post it to the SRG Super Show Discussion Group on Facebook. 
There's less than a week left in the campaign. The campaign closes at noon Eastern time on March 27th. So get the comments, get the shares out there. Let's help unlock those goals. As far as the pledge goals and the backer goals, I don't know. We'll have to see. From what I understand about Kickstarter and other crowdfunding uh, projects in general, there is a big burst of funding when it first kicks off. There's a burst of funding at the end, and then the middle's kind of dry. So will we, in the last few days of the campaign, see more pledges happen? I don't know. Hopefully we do, and we can unlock some more of those pledge goals and backer goals. Right now, though, it costs nothing for the share goals. It costs nothing for the comment goals. So please share, comment. Let's get those unlocked and make the Kickstarter that we're going to get for those who pledged. Let's make those as big as we can. Let's make the products coming out with the Kickstarter as plentiful as possible. Outside of that, there really isn't any more news to give from this past week. I'll do a reminder like I did last week. Upcoming live play and conventions for April. April 9th, Long Island Tabletop Convention. One day, SRG Universe will be there. They will be hosting a Create a Competitor Tournament. If you're in that area, sign up. April 10th. Rust Belt is running another event. I believe it's going to be another create a card event, create an alternate art card event. That's going on in the Cleveland, North Olmsted, Northeast Ohio area. Also in Columbus that same weekend, Buckeye Game Fest is going on. BCW will be at the Game Fest running Super Show the Game demos that weekend. Colin Simon, the man behind the SRG Zombie, will be the one spearheading that. So if you're going to Buckeye Game Fest, he'll be there running game demos that weekend. Two weekends later, Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. The SRG Boss will be on hand. Leo the Law will be on hand. Big convention in April. The weekend after, Rumble at the Refuge. Brunswick, Ohio, another creative competitor tournament. That's kicking off signups for that on supershowthegame.com right now. $30 entrance fee under events, not online events, just events. With that being said, let's talk about the online events from this past week. Monday night, the boss fights. The Dread Pirate tech support still dealing with the newest Pirate to join the crew. His Monday night event being run by the SRG boss and various assistants. After the initial rounds, they cut to a top eight. In the quarterfinal round, all the matches were tables matches that started at crowd meter one. In the semifinal round, they were steel cage matches and a dark matches, so you could not know what was in your opponent's discard pile. The finals of the boss fight Monday night was a Ring of Fire match. The finalists were John Polverino, Press 1P, playing as Jay White, and the judge, Tim Riley, 
playing as the GOAT, Brock Smith. The winner, former LFF World Heavyweight Champion, John Pulverino Press 1P. Congratulations to him for winning Monday night. Thursday, we have Chibi's Thursday night fights. 20 players. They start off in four groups of five players. Top two from each group go on to the top cut. In the quarterfinal round, the matches are played under the steel cage stipulation. In the semifinals, they use the tables match, and the finals match is played under the lumberjack match stipulation. The finalists were Hold the Line Harry playing as Wooly Bully and Alec Ventresca playing as Rob Van Dam. The winner, Alec Ventresca as Rob Van Dam. Congratulations to Mr. Ventresca for winning Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. Friday, there's a Scales of Equity event put on by Ian Chambers, the Cheetah. I have no information about this event. I've reached out to the Cheetah. I have reached out to the community. Nobody has been able to post anything about this event. I know nothing about it. Saturday, there is another Cheetah event. This is the Agility Open. I only know a few things about this. Namely, there were three players in the Agility Open, and the Italian Mombata won the event. Outside of that, I have no information about what happened. While I was editing the show, I received some additional information about both the Scales of Equity event and the Agility Open. First, both events were run using the Scale of Equity rules, which is essentially when you start winning multiple turn rolls in a row, they start adding negatives to your turn roll. So I believe after you win the second one in a row, the third turn roll, the person who won the previous two is minus one to their turn roll. If they happen to win that one, their next turn roll is minus two, and the minuses will grow until the opponent wins the roll. And I'm not 100% if the minus starts immediately, so if you win a turn, your next turn roll is minus one, or if you have to win two in a row before the minuses start kicking in. Not sure. The other thing about the Agility Open is you either had to play with a competitor that had an Agility of 10, or they had to have either an 8 or 9 Agility, and they had to run at least one skill card based off of the agility skill. They had to have one skill card in their deck that required an 8 or greater agility. That's the overall rules for those events. When it comes to the Scales of Equity event from Friday, I have a winner. The finals featured Chris Pate playing as Macho Manny versus the Cannoli playing as the new version of the SRG boss. This match went to Crowdmeter 4, and the winner, who described it as a barn burner, Chris Pate. Congratulations to him for winning the Scales of Equity event. 
the agility open. I had three players. There were actually four players. The Cheetah, Lucky Cat Nico, Brett the Metalhead, and the Italian Bombata. The Cheetah played as Ronin. Nico played as Baby Brick. Brett the Metalhead played as Brett the Metalhead. And the Italian Mambata played as the Italian Mambata. Round robin format. So each person played the other three. Best record won. The Italian Mambata went undefeated. So he won the event. Congratulations to him for winning the event. I already covered the hardcore tournament. So that's going to do it for the online events from this past week. Coming up for next week, as of right now, on SuperShowTheGame.com, there is currently nothing listed for next week. However, like always, look for something Monday night. Look for something Thursday night. Dojo on Tuesday night. And that's pretty much going to be it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. Two things before I go. Number one. Help with the stretch goals, the comment goal, and the share goal for the Kickstarter campaign. Two, follow at Outlaw Mudcast on Twitter. I would greatly appreciate it. Other than that, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and a good day.